Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. I have had so much inspiration, creativity, and flow the last few weeks. And I'm just so excited to be here and recording what's been on my mind, on my heart to further support you. And especially today's episode in the relation of relationships, since many of you are new listeners because you've seen my story with Evan, I've gotten lots of questions around, you know, how did we do it? How do we have such a great relationship? And hopefully by the end of today's episode, you will understand three key principles that we learned and implemented that have radically shifted how we show up in our relationship and has brought so much more love, joy, and passion to us. Last year, when Evan and I got back together, we made this decision to learn better ways to show up and improve ourselves and our relationship. And so we went through this learning and curiosity phase. And during that, we came up with these five keys that truly supported us in creating the relationship we have now. We've been back together now for over a year. We are now engaged. We've known each other since 2013, yet we both show up in this. There's a new relationship. There's a new energy to it. And there's just so much beauty and life. And I believe everybody deserves this. And that's why I'm here sharing this with you because these are life-changing and it's time that we all create better relationships with ourselves and with others because that's what that's what life is all about and if you've been following me on any of my social medias you know I'm in the middle of creating and I've opened up my new eight-week program called radiant relationships which I will be going over so many more details of our story and how we did it and ways for you to do it yourselves in that program it is truly created to help support you in creating or enhancing your current relationship to be healthy and thriving, filled with love, joy, and passion. And I think there needs to be more discussion on how do we do this. So for today, let's talk about the five keys to a thriving relationship. As Evan and I made that decision within ourselves, we we found new principles and ways, like what do we do it? And I remember one day, it started off, I was like, oh, these are three C's. I love this. It has now developed into five C's. And now that I'm thinking about it, there is one sixth C that I want to share with you all today that I believe are key principles to a foundation to a thriving relationship. So let's dive in. The first one is communication. Communication is key in any relationship that we have. Friendships, family, coworkers, right? And at the end of the day, we all speak different languages. (laughs) Men and women speak very different languages, but in general, we all have different languages. We all have different meanings and models of the world. And we have to realize and accept that our partners cannot read our mind. 
it's important to learn healthy, effective ways to communicate our needs and our struggles and our feelings, because this allows for an open communication. It creates a stronger bond and less conflict. Evan and I, a saying I would say a lot before we break up was just like, you should just know what I want by now. You've known me for so long. And maybe you resonate. Maybe you've said that too, to your partners in the past or your current and take a step back because maybe, yeah, but that's also an expectation and they don't know what's going on in your mind and in your heart. And by saying that you're preventing an opportunity for you to vocalize your needs or your desires or struggles and for them to show up to support you. It's a very ego driven way of showing up in a relationship. I was operating in my ego right before we broke up and I wasn't giving us the space. I wasn't opening up, allowing him to figure out what I needed. Cause I was just like, Nope, you're wrong. You should know me by now. And, and that's wrong because we all have different ways of communication styles, right? Like how many times have you said, I'm fine. Are you actually fine? For some people saying that they truly mean they're fine for others. Sometimes us women, no, we're not fine. And we expect our partner to know the words I'm fine means no, you have to do this X, Y, Z. So instead of challenging our partners, making them assume and read between the lines, how can you properly effectively communicate what you're going through. There's no shame in it, right? Like this is just going to create a better, stronger relationship. And I do have an episode that does cover two different communication styles. It's number 87. Highly recommend that if you want to learn yours and other people's communication styles. When I learned that it was a huge game changer. And again, I'll be covering this more in depth inside of the Radiant Relationships program because communication is a key. It is found like the biggest foundation that you need in your life. All right. The second C to a thriving relationship is connection. So many believe that connection will always last, that it doesn't take effort, but really it does. It's like, look at it like a muscle. When right before we broke up, I just kept saying like, I'm just don't feel the connection. I don't feel it. My soul doesn't feel it. I, again, just blocking it off working on my ego. We weren't working on our connection. And the way I now see it is we have to nurture it. We have to work on it. We need to prioritize it. So many believe that, you know, or so many don't make the time to connect with your partner, to be intimate, to spend that time, one-on-one time with each other. Yet we do it for our friends, right? We go on lunch dates or coffee dates or a girl's night out, or we prioritize in our calendars when we're going to work out or go to dance class or we prioritize our meetings for work, right? But we're not intentionally prioritizing time for our relationships. And this is a huge mistake and a big reason why our divorce rates are the way they are because we are not intentionally spending time to connect with one another. And Connection is one of our human needs. And there's so many distractions now with our cell phones, with social media. How many times have you gone out to dinner and maybe this is you or you've seen people just on their phones the whole time? Or how many times do you watch a movie with your partner and you're on the phone? That's not connection. That you are connecting with your phone and you are being used. Like you are a user to your cell phone, to what's going on. So can you blame your partner if they feel like there's no connection with you? They can't communicate with you. 
there's not a spark when you're not making the time for it, but you'll make time for your workouts or your friends. We have to build it like a muscle because if you don't use it, you will lose it. So sit with yourself here and just ask, how can you improve your connection? What we did is we began to create more intentional quality time together to really build and keep the spark going. You guys hear me say it all the time. This honeymoon phase doesn't have to end. We've been back together for over a year now. We've known each other since 2013 and we're still goo goo gaga over each other in a healthy way. So when we first got back together, we made a decision to do a week, a date night every week. And every weekend having a day or night just to ourselves without friends. And we would set it up. We put it on the calendar. We have a calendar downstairs in our kitchen that we com- we've committed to one beach date night a month and then a weekly date. And this date doesn't mean you have to go out and go to a restaurant to, to go on a date. Like, no, it literally means this is time that we're having it just be you and I intentional quality time. So that means no TV because when you're watching a movie or TV, you're where are you giving your attention and your focus to the movie? Yeah. You're spending time with your partner. You may be curled up on the couch, but you're not giving each other attention. So no TV, no phones. We do a hundred percent attention for each other that it's not to say that we don't have our you know, TV date nights. No, but that's not our quality time, intentional connection time. So this looks like games, card games. Maybe we go on, we love mini golf. We go on walks almost every day just to talk and catch up. We go to the beach. So where are ways you can improve giving yourselves a hundred percent of your focus of your quality time to build that connection? All right. Numero three, (laughs) this was one I learned the hard way. The next C is compromise. (laughs) I hope some of you guys are laughing here because maybe you're like me because relationships are all about give and take. And before we broke up, I was very stubborn. I just wanted things my way or no way. And it caused a lot of conflict. So as we got back together, we had to learn and be really honest and clear with ourselves of what are we willing to compromise in? so that we could find a healthy balance and give not only ourselves what we needed, but give each other what we needed as well, right? So if you're in a current relationship or if you're not, look at your previous ones, were you willing to compromise? Maybe compromise what you did, where you lived, what, or was it very like you were in control or you were the boss or your partner was, right? Relationships take two. And Sometimes one leads more than other in different seasons and holds down the fort, but it's all about compromise. We know what are you allowing to get in the way that doesn't matter because maybe you're being stubborn or ego. I know that for me, I personally like used to pressure Evan to do, you know, I wanted him to do everything I was doing, reading the books I read, doing the meditations, doing the spiritual connection work. And I was coming from a very pressury forceful way. And this is actually something I wasn't compromising in. I wasn't compromising or seeing the efforts he was putting in and letting him do it on his own. Like if he's growing and evolving as a person and in his spirituality, like, can't I compromise in the way he goes about it? We're all different people. That's just a little example, but yeah, we're very compromising of, Hey, I want to, I want to play a round of golf. 
I don't really love golf. Okay, I'll watch. Or watching football when it's football season. Okay, hey, I'll do this, but then can you watch or do this game with me? How can you compromise so that you guys can do things you love and also not have it be just one way or one-sided of who wants to do everything? Okay, what number are we on? Number four. Fourth C. This is huge. Oh my goodness, huge. Check-ins. Huge key. How many times... Have you had a conversation or an argument with someone and you've just been like, I just, this is like you blow up because it's like the final straw, but they had no idea that you were getting upset or things were adding up because you weren't cough, cough, maybe communicating or checking in with each other. So each week, what Evan and I do is we check in with each other and every week looks a little different. We have this gratitude jar that we're doing for the year of 2023, where every Sunday we write something we're grateful for, for the week. And we're just, we share that with one another. It's a beautiful way, but this is like, and sometimes we do our check-ins then, but this is where we, we create time in our schedule, in our week. And we check in with each other. We you know, we see, how are we doing? How's work? What's been coming up? What are we struggling with? What can we be improved on? What, what can the other person do to support you? What season are you in? What's coming up, you know, prepping? It's a beautiful, safe space to share how we're feeling, whether it's in relation to the relationship or not. It could be like work is stressing you out. I would love if you could make dinner this week or my friend is just upsetting me and like just getting what you got to say off your chest. This is a beautiful spot to express your needs, maybe the needs that aren't met checking in where's your love tank at is it filled is it empty and this is such a beautiful place to really improve and learn how to properly communicate what you need what you can improve so that you can constantly improve yourselves and in the relationship and make it fun I highly recommend finding a time and place to do yours and like not in the bedroom maybe you do it on your porch in your patio or in the kitchen table or maybe you go to a nice little lunch on a Sunday and just do it then. They don't have to be super emotional every time and they're meant to be enjoyable. This is how we, you know, we have to put effort in to our relationships. Like I said, it's like a muscle. So check-ins have been a massive game changer. These are some good ones, right? All right, we got one more and then that bonus one. So two more. Fifth one is, you may, you may not, have guessed this one but fifth one is community who do you surround yourself with think about it you're the average of the five people you hang out with as individuals and as a couple does your is your community filled with singles who are still going out to the bars and getting drunk and the strip clubs right like okay i mean does that you know what stage are you at in your relationship does your community lift you up are they positive or are they not You need to make sure it is your responsibility to surround yourself with individuals and couples that are right for who you are and who you're becoming. I feel like so many people get trapped in this, well, they're my best friends from childhood or they're my best friends from high school, yet they're not supporting you. They're talking shit about your your partner or they're negative Nancy or whatnot. And like, think about what that's doing for you. Do you come home stressed out because your coworker was complaining all day? right? Like how is that affecting how you show up in your relationship then? Your community matters. And I I encourage you to take a look at your, your 
your people. And that's not to say like you got to ditch people and maybe you spend less time or set boundaries, or maybe you're realizing there are some toxic people in your life, but you, you got to surround yourself with the right people and it's okay to drift apart. People come into our lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime, and they play a role. They're here to give us lessons. So one big tip that I give here is never, ever, ever. This is something I learned in the last breakup. Don't take advice from people who don't have the life or relationship you want that aren't embodying it, that are not living it, right? Again, obviously don't be with people that are putting your partner down or talking shit about your relationship or X, Y, Z, but don't take advice from people who don't have the relationship you want. If you're here listening to this, if you don't want the relationship, this type of relationship that Evan and I have, then don't listen to it, right? I'm assuming you are listening to it because it's inspired you that if we can make it work, other people can make it work, that it's normal. We're here to normalize the struggles in relationships and that I can get messy, but you can make it work, right? It's like normalizing. Our grandparents are the generation that divorce rates were not as high as our parents. And you know, we're here to just normalize things. Like my grandma's always says, like, of course shit's going to happen, right? And we choose to make it work. We choose to work through it. And some people do give up, unfortunately. And that's why we're here sharing this. So Take the advice from the people that are living the relationships in life that you desire, not from your friend who's broken up and single and is a hot mess, not from your mom. If she's had like three ex-husbands, again, no shame in it. But if you don't want that lifestyle, don't take the advice. You can listen to it, but you don't have to apply it to your life. Be intentional. Okay. The final C to a healthy, thriving relationship is commitment. It is a choice. Choice. Relationships all come come down to a commitment, to a choice to be together, to a choice to make it work. And if you know our story, commitment was uh, something I had to overcome because I, there was a fear of commitment. And using these five C's that I've shared with you today will support you in that commitment and choosing each other and showing up and creating a better, healthy, thriving relationship. If you're both committed, I believe you can make it work. You might need to get some support. You might need to go to therapy or counseling or you join radiant relationships to improve, but you're committed and you're showing up and you're doing what it takes to create the relationship you desire. So those are the now six C's that Evan and I really believe are the foundational principles for a healthy, thriving relationship. And I encourage you to begin to apply these in your life, whether you're single or in a relationship now, you know, maybe you send this to your partner and you come up with your own practices in your own ways and check in, you know, how are your other relationships? How is yours currently? Where can you improve? And obviously there's so much more that goes into creating and enhancing your relationships to a whole other level. And if you desire to learn more, and to learn more about like how Evan and I did it and have tools and resources to really apply to your life and to your current relationships or if you're single, learning how to attract one for your future ones, I really invite you to enjoying Radiant Relationships. It's This is my new eight-week program that I have been having flow out of me so beautifully and it's designed to teach you how to create and enhance your relationships. This is for anyone. This is for the woman who is single and desires to learn how to attract her soulmate or the woman who is in a relationship, but wants to experience more love and connection and bringing it to a whole other level. 
This is also for the woman who may be going through a heartbreak and is ready to heal and break old patterns of the past because we're covering it all. Oh, I'm covering it all inside of the program. I bring you through my radiant relationship method where we bring, I bring you through three phases, heal, align, love, and shine. Because the first phase, whether you're single or in a relationship, we must heal from our past in order to create a new future, right? It's time to let go of the things, the baggage that may be blocking you from your soulmate or from your connection to your partner and having a healthy relationship. And if you know my story, my baggage was creating the conflict in our relationship. We all have healing to do. Second phase is aligning. Once you're free from the past, it's time to get clear on what you truly desire and value in a partner and in your relationships. That way you can attract or communicate your needs and get what you deserve. And finally, love and shine. This is a phase where you begin to embody this new you, the new habits, the new ways of showing up in your current relationship or ways to attract a new one. This is truly this phase where you're going to learn what it takes to have healthy, thriving, radiant relationships. I, I've been having so much fun creating this. It is just a blast. I'm covering topics such as love languages, communication styles, and how to communicate yours in a healthy, effective way. Going over protection mechanisms and attachment styles to understand why you behave the way you do and how to overcome it. Giving you tools and techniques to really create these thriving relationships. Some bonuses such as manifestation, how to raise your vibration to have the partner relationship you desire. Oh, and so, so much more. It is so juicy. And I'm really going over a lot of the questions that many of you have asked me in the comments or in TikTok or the DMs around how we did it. What do you do? So many of you have the awareness of some of your attachment styles, and that's beautiful. Whether you're aware of it or you're going to therapy, this is a beautiful way to go deeper within yourself. Maybe you do it while you're doing therapy and really continue to learn more about yourself so that you can create the relationships you desire. If you're interested in learning more, you can go on my website. I'll put the link below. It's Tatiana Kuto at radiant relation slash radiant relationships, Tatiana Kuto.com slash radiant relationships. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, but we start April 10th. This is the first round. It's eight weeks long. There's weekly modules, workbooks, journal prompts, meditation tools to support you every step of the way. There's weekly group coaching calls for extra support, two breathwork calls, and a private community with women who are on this path with you and here to give you that extra support and accountability you need. And you get lifetime access to all of this material so you can always come back to it. So if you're interested, get in on this round. This is the first time I'm launching it. So there's special prices and bonuses. There are payment plans and I would love to have you inside and to support you in creating the radiant relationship that you are worthy of and deserve. I hope today's episode brought awareness, gave you some ideas and tips on ways to improve your current relationship or how to improve yourself for the future one to come. I appreciate you so much for listening. If you valued from this, please tag me on Instagram, share it at Tatiana underscore Kuto. If you know somebody that can value this, please send it to them. Maybe it's your partner or your best friend. And if you're enjoying these type of episodes, I would appreciate if you wrote an Apple iTunes review so that I know you're loving it and we can bring this to more listeners around the world. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited to have you inside of the new program and I hope you have the most radiant day. I will see you next week for the next episode. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.